Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. BitFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molino. For more information about BitFriends, you can visit us at www.bitfriends.org or you can call us at 844-374-3639. Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. So on today's show, I have a very special guest, Mark Wilson. Welcome, Mark. How are you, sir? How you doing today, brother? Thanks for having me. Man, you're welcome. I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm like everybody else in the South. You know, we fighting the pollen and, and all the craziness. We just had a storm earlier. It came in and was hailing. And you, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So um, before we get into our conversation, I want you to officially introduce yourself to the listeners. Maybe tell them where you're from now and um, maybe a little bit about your background and then we'll dig into the conversation. Uh, man, Mark Wilson, born and raised in North Philadelphia, uh, attended Shaw University in 1994. Uh, I now reside in the Bronx, New York. Uh, I am a, Jesus Christ. I am a chef by day, fashion designer by night, mixed with sports and entertainment writer, mixed with social media director. Right, right. Awesome. And you know what? That is so cool. And I and I think um even with this pandemic, a lot of us have started wearing like four or five or six different hats, you know. Hey, but it's cool. That's what we so Whew. today I want to talk about the fashion designer. That's what I'm gonna talk about. You know, Mark Wilson, the fashion designer. Um and, and for our listeners, um I wanted to have this show for one because I know there's somebody out there in my in my community, meaning the vitiligo community, who has passions, who has the 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 inspiration, or they 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 just want to get out there and start their own business, and or they want to be in the fashion industry and they don't know how, or they might be afraid to take that step. You know, sometimes we let fear stop us from achieving our goals. So. Let's talk a little bit. Um, what is the name of your company? Uh, the name oh, of your clothing line. Rich Kid Clothing Line. Rich Kid Clothing. Okay. Now, I, I've seen it around on social media, of course, with the Show You Connection. Yes. Tell us about Rich Kid. Whoa. Rich Kid started with just two people. Me, my, me myself, Mark Wilson, and uh, Richard Dixon, my partner. It was just, man. We started out as we just wanted to wear like our own stuff. It was never intended to sell. And the Shaw community caught on. And from there it just went boom. It wow. just blew up. Well, not blew up. Let me I'm sorry. We're not big. Um it just grew. <laughs> right, right. But um, you know, it's like 90s fashion from cross colors to rockaware to Sean John. Uh, Fat Farm, we just wanted to give back to our community. Right. Um, you know, we wanted to make everything affordable. Whereas now you got streetwear, you could buy a t-shirt that costs you $120. Right. I didn't want that, man. You know, so our t-shirts are $35. Right. Uh, you know, we didn't want you to break the bank just to look fly. You can look fly and not have any money. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 
So that's I mean that's that's pretty much what we wanted. That's cool. And, and, and you know, and and I think um as I talked about that fear, you know, you guys had a passion <laughs> to have your own line. You stepped outside of I'm gonna say your comfort zone. Let, let's be real. Sometimes, you know, stepping out, we we are afraid, and that's a big leap. So yeah. and you explain why clothes, but what were some of the, the challenges when you guys stepped out with your clothing well, line? For one, neither one of us studied fashion. Let's make that clear. We did not study. We had no idea what we were doing. No idea what we were doing. Uh, then it comes into testing fabric. We, we didn't know what that meant. Like you put on a t-shirt, no one really looks in the back of the t-shirt to see what it says. So right. we're like, dang, maybe somebody's allergic to polyester. What if right. someone's allergic to cotton? What if someone's allergic to the polyester and cotton blend? We're like, oh my God, what do we get ourselves into? So from there, it came, how can we manufacture the clothes? So it was like, we looked in the United States first. They want too much money to manufacture clothes. So we're like, okay, now we got to go outside the country. Right. Let's deal with China. Then China wants too much, and let's deal with Pakistan. And that's when you start to learn how different companies operate. So anybody that's getting to the business, please do your own work. Know what a manufacturer is, know what an MOQ is. That is minimum order of quantity. Right. So for China, if we want if we want t-shirts out of China, they minimum the MOQ is like 150. That means you have to order 150 shirts. A lot of people don't know that. Um Pakistan, they might want you to order 10. So you have to know that uh everything's about capital. When you go into this business, you gotta have money because nothing is for free. Right, absolutely. So you order a hundred T-shirts, that may cost you a thousand dollars. So you got they got to know that up front is that in order to start something, you got to have capital, you got to have backing, and you got to know your fabrics. You got to know what you want and how you want it. Don't let anyone tell you how they want it. Right. This is your business. Do what you want to, okay, that's a whole other topic, but still do what you want to do and how you want to do it. Wow. And, and you know, that, that is important because a lot of times we get into some of these ventures and, and we don't know and we're blindsided. Uh, and, yeah. and, and I'm going to be honest, I even, I would say even with podcasting, that wasn't something on my horizon. You know, I went to school for communications, radio, TV, journalism, but in the 90s, that market was was full. Everybody yeah. graduated at, at the same time trying to get on the same station, and it wasn't happening. And so podcasting, you know, I started hearing about it, but I never thought, oh, man, I should go on a podcasting. But it was thrown to me. You know, it was given okay. to me. It was kind of like, hey, I want you to share your story. And then it went from, I want you to do your own podcast. And it's a learning process. You know, because you got to know what equipment works for what. And then sometimes, you know, certain things are not compatible. And then you got to know how to talk to your guests. You got you have to know how to handle um, those challenges when they come. Because I've had a live show where somebody popped up and said some craziness. And I had to know how to handle it. Yeah. Because what, what happens, if I flip, then I'm the bad guy, not the person that called in. Um, yep. So with your clothing line, have, have y'all had issues like that where, where you, you know, you're out there and you're selling your product and then you have some conflict 
maybe with a customer or comp somebody who sees themselves as a competitor. Ooh, ooh, competition, Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, how can I say this without sounding so wild? You start a business, you have friends, you have family. When you first start, everybody wants to be a part of it. Right. Until they see what it takes to run it. Absolutely. So now with us three years in, we had guys that we started with, you know, that was, you know, maybe done some marketing for us or whatever the case may be. And after a while, you know, everything fluctuates in the closing business. Right. So we can have good months and bad months. So right, when absolutely. we first started, we had a couple of bad months. And those same people that were so with us in the beginning left. So at so maybe a year and a half into two years, we started to bubble a little bit more. And those same people now are trying to come back. Right. So when we did Fashion Week, oh my God, the competition was, how can I explain? Because I know you want to talk about that later, so I'll, I'll say that right. for later. <laughs> okay. um, the competition is just everybody, like you said, during COVID, everybody and their mama wanted to start a fashion line. Absolutely. So I'm from New York, so there's spots where we can buy t-shirts and hoodies and things. No one was shopping there. No one, no one was downtown. Right. When COVID hit, everybody named Mama tried to rush downtown, which in turn was like, "Oh my God, y'all rich kid. Oh y'all shop here. Oh my God, oh my God." But like, yo, we, we you know, we better than y'all. We got more. I'm like, really, dude, it's not a competition with us. Absolutely. Mark, if you call me right now and say I want to start a line, I'm gonna tell you how to do it, where to buy the hoodies at. I might even hook you up with my graphic design. That's me. I'm. If I win, we all win. Absolutely. We, you know, we come from a, 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 a HBCU community where I don't know. I never went to Howard or none of the other schools, but I know what we do. At Shaw, Shaw University. Our yep. thing is always we're going to uplift each other. If, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We're going to we're going to pull each other by the coach up, like, yo, let's go, let's do this. This industry is not like that, man. This this is a rough rough industry, yo. So I mean that's <laughs> that's the biggest thing I'll tell anybody to watch out for. Just try to get with people, man, who has your best interest. That's all. Right. And, and you know, I, I do wanna um kind of piggyback on what you said. You know, sometimes you have people that see you as competition. If we all are doing the same thing, but we're doing it just a little differently from the next man or woman. Let's celebrate each other. You know, we don't need to compete. We we need to celebrate, you know, and, and try to, you know, when you say about sharing information, I often say, if I have this knowledge, why can't I share it with the next person? You know, why Thank am I going to keep it to myself? That, to me, that's selfish. You know, you share it with the next person to help them get on their feet. So what if the, if, if their business becomes bigger than yours? At least, you know, you you within yourself can say, I've supported this person. I helped them. And you don't yep. know how that person's going to reach back and help you. So, but, but I say that because I, I see it so much, man. We're, we're fighting each other so much. Um, e even with podcasts, I, I, I watch, I listen to certain podcasts and I watch some of them on YouTube. And next thing you know, these guys are arguing. So what? You have different content. <laughs> we're different yeah. people. We have different voices, different ideas. Celebrate our differences, but instead, 
they yapping and fussing and, and mad. Before you know it, both of y'all are gonna be cut. There'll be no podcast for either one of you, you know, because you lose your audience that way. Yep. Yo, we we've got to get to celebrating each other. Um, and for our listeners, yes, we went to the same university. Um, I was coming out when he was coming in, but you know, Shaw yep. University. Look, that's that HBCU family we talk about. I've had many Shaw U people on my podcast because it's about family, you know. And I, I would say that even with the Vitiligo community, you know, we should be one big family. There should be no fussing, arguing, and fighting. We're all here for the same purpose, uplifting each other and supporting each other on our journeys. We don't need to fight. It's not worth nope. it. Nope. So let me let me get off of the negative stuff. Let's talk about the positive nope. impact. Let's talk about <laughs> some of the some of the great stuff that you have been through, the fashion fair and some of the other events. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. The fashion week, uh, for anyone listening, I don't, okay, I'm gonna say this the way that the only way I know how to say it, but no profanity. Um, I don't know what people know about fashion week. Fashion week is really not meant for us. I'm, I don't care how I put that, it, it, it's not. Not meant it's for not. people of color. Let's, let's just be real. Thank, yep, thank here you. we go. Oh, there you go. Mark said it. It's not meant for people of color. It, it, it is not. So looking it up uh, somewhere in, in the summertime, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I, I don't care. I, like, I really don't care. I'm from North Philly. I live in a, like, I, I, I don't care. Let's try it. Right. So I went through a whole, when I say interview, Lord have mercy. It was like a job interview. Went from one interview to the next interview to the next interview. And the whole time I'm like, damn, this how this work? Or or because I'm black? But no, that's how that worked. So the guy was like, yo, sell it clothes. The whole time I'm talking, I'm like, they're not gonna accept this show. We streetwear, we black, we from New right. York. I'm like, yo, at this point, I'm just I'm just letting it out. I'm like, I don't care what I say, he's not gonna accept me. At the end of the conversation, his exact words were to me. Welcome, because you were probably the realest person that I've talked to in three months. I'm saying you're like, wow. Now, anybody listening, I'm being honest. When he said that, I swear to God, I cried. Because as I told my partner, I'm like, dude, do you realize what we just did? Right. We are a company that was two years in, a small black-owned company, two years in, and we made it to one of the world's biggest, the second largest fashion show in the world. Behind Paris. I'm like, dude, did you realize what we just did? We made Fashion Week. Because I didn't beg, I just, I, I didn't care. I you kept it real. Kept it real. I kept, yeah. yeah, kept it real. I, we had nothing to lose. And even though we didn't make the big stage, it's still an honor to say that Rich Kid was a part of New York Fashion Week. Absolutely. The other part is we did so good that we got invited back for February. Oh, good, but, good. you know, my mom passed away. So I was right, like, right. you know, I'm not, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. But they're like, oh, you passed our fashion week again? I'm like, yeah, well, he said, so we didn't make it. And he know my mom passed. He said, yo, come back again in September. This time it's on okay. us. So, no, you know, you got to pay to get a fashion week. Right. People don't know that, a couple thousand dollars. But dude was like, yo, come back in next September. It's on us. I'm saying like, damn. Wow. But from there, we made good. We, we made good. Um, uh, we met good people, right? And 
which also took you know rich kid to another level because now we i won't say legit but you know we did something in the community that makes us more visible to the people who won't normally see us absolutely so this year in february i saw other clothing lines they brought more streetwear in this year in february right and no matter what no one says no one cannot tell me that we did not do that right but i also wanted to do it because for the people behind me the other the smaller fashion i want them to know that no this can be done if you believe in yourself dude this can be done absolutely that's what fashion week meant for me man wow and you know that's good that's good to hear because you know sometimes i think we get we get discouraged because we think we can't compete with mm-hmm. the bigger clientele the, the ones that have the money they have the power they have the clout they've been there for generations but you still have to try you have to step out on faith and say you know what we're going to do this regardless and i think what you just said was the most important part of it y'all kept it real you know i think these companies these large organizations know when people come they come with their their pre-planned speeches and this is what we do and we yep. do this and we give this no sometimes you ha- just have to go in and say look i don't have a script this is how it is this is what we have to offer here's our line or here's what I do. You know, you just have to be upfront and honest with people and people can read that. I mean, come on, we can read past the two letters that people that I'm not going to say, but we can read past that, you know, I mean, real, let's just keep it real. We, <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, I'm, this is family show, but yeah, we can read past that. Um, yeah. And I think these companies are tired of dealing with the same type of clientele and they're looking at people who are going to, they really want it. Like, and I think that's what you guys showed. Hey, we want it. We want to be here. And this is what we have to offer. The, uh, the other thing with that, like like what Mark doing right now. So when that came, I wanted to do something. So I reached out to the Shaw community and I was like, you know, well, whose kid is doing something in my field? Uh, Naker Green, another Shaw alumni, also a Philly alumni. Not that I'm like Jesus Christ, <laughs> Philly native. Um, her daughter is in um, cosmetology. She had just graduated cosmetology school. So I was like, Naker, is it okay if Bird, her daughter, uh, or Naima, come out to Fashion Week with me? Just so she could see the behind the scenes because she graduated. This is what she wanted to do. And as her uncle, I, you know, I want to show her something. Right, absolutely. Naker was like, yo. I bought a ticket right now. She flew her daughter out for the whole weekend. Her daughter was with me backstage. Uh, she met some people that she's been following on Instagram. I mean, she had a ball. So much so that she's not a model. She's not a model. Wow, wow. And she tell me, like, Uncle Mark, you know, I, you know, I love you. This is, this is awesome. This is, and I'm saying, like, that's all I want. Right, right. I want, I, you know, I want to give back any way that I can. And Absolutely. for her to become a model, even though I know they can mad at me, um, <laughs> you know, that, that's something great, man. You know, right. that's, that's what it's all about for me. <laughs> and, and, but giving back is important. And, and here's the thing. People think giving back sometimes is giving monetary. We don't always have yeah. that money to give back. So it could nope. be giving back your time. Opportunity is very important. Um, like even I would say even right now, because I saw a campaign. I want to ask you about that in a few. Um, the Red uh-huh. campaign you just had, but I felt it was necessary for oh. me to host you and have your voice because I, I feel like it's important. 
not not just to the vitiligo community. I'm talking about to people to hear your story and know that, hey, if you have dreams, man, you just you reach for those dreams, no matter how far you have to stretch, you reach for them. And if you keep doing it, you're going to reach those dreams. You know, you're going to grab hold and it's going to take you where you want to go. It's not always easy, but you don't give up. Um, let, let's talk about your, your campaign you did on, on Facebook. <laughs> I, I saw it. I said, man, that's cool. That, really? That's how you came to my mind. I kept seeing it. I said, I got to talk to this brother. <laughs> that campaign, oh Lord, bro. <laughs> that, that campaign got me in so much trouble. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, see, it's good trouble though. Cause you know how right. we are, you know? So if you don't post, you don't lower hammers. Everybody, what I did was to show you, thank you campaign. I, I tried my best. Right, right. It's only 30 days in a month. So, I, you know, you can shop at Polo, shop at Nike, Foot Locker. How many times will Nike, Polo, Foot Locker post your picture on their website saying thank you for being Absolutely. a loyal customer? So I'm Zero. like, I'm like, yo, why can't <laughs> we do that? Why can't I thank the people who have supported me for the past three years? Right, right. So, one day I woke up in the, in the morning, I was like, well, let's start with this picture. I think it was Quan and April. Right. I, I like, did see them. Quan. Yes. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that's Quan and April. Then I was like, well, day two was somebody else. Day three, somebody else. Day four. Right. So I went through the whole show, but then people was not seeing any pictures. So <laughs> my inbox was like, yo, so we even put my picture up, man. You know, hey, where's my picture? So I'm like, so if I didn't do it, I love God, I love my Shaw people. They will post their own picture. Right, I'm right. Like, I'm like, y'all just you really, y'all. Uh, <laughs> if you don't post my picture, I ain't buying no more clothes. I'm like, yeah, really. <laughs> right. But no, it's just the way that you know we all shop at certain clothing lines, and I and I do marketing a lot. We buy so much polo, yo, so much Jordans. Right. But they never ever give back to us. Absolutely. I'm like, yo, that is so jacked up. So let me. Let me do that. Let me find a way to say thank you to the people who've helped me. That's all. Right. And we should be doing it. Honestly, we should be thanking the people who support us. You know, even I say, even on my podcast, you know, thank you to the people that listen. I don't know who listens. I really don't. But I'm thankful for the listeners because, yeah. you know, this podcast is heard around the world. You know, there are certain people I do know that listen. I do say thank you when they, they chime in. Um, and I talk to them quite a, quite a bit on uh, Facebook, but there are some people, I don't know who listens, you know, and, and people sometimes listen in silence and they may not, may never say anything, but I, I still appreciate it because I feel like the conversations that go out are for the people who need to hear the conversation, just like your clothes, you know, the people that are wearing it, they want to, you know, and they, and, and to be honest, it's a show you thing. We feel proud to know, you know, a, a fellow bear is doing something positive out in the community. You know, it's important for us. Um, it, it's important, not just for the HBCU community, it's important for the black community. It's important yes. for us as people, you know, we have to support and represent each other. Um, yes. Yeah, so let me ask you this real quick. I wanna back up. Okay. Um, how did you come up with your logo? Whoa, that was actually my partner. Okay. I yeah. have no artistic ability to save my life. Uh, my partner is very hmm, weird. Um, creative. I don't know how we came up with that. I don't know. We just woke up one morning and was like, yo, let me. And that was a wild part. I'm like, dude, what grown man 
is going to wear a teddy bear. Oh no! Oh no! One can see me. Um, wear a teddy bear on it, on, you know, on their chest. I'm like, dude, that's not going to work, bro. He's like, yo, trust me. I'm like, all right. Yeah, little did I know he was right. I was wrong. But and I don't you know, know how he came up with it or where he came up with it. I have no idea. That's, that's his creative. He creative people. Hey, creative people are like that. You know, come up with something in left field and like, what? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, that was left field. But but it is very noticeable when you see it, you know who it belongs to. You know, when yes. you see the, the, you. the rich kid, money bear, you you know who it belongs to, you know. And, and that's very important. You got you to gotta have that brand. You got to have something that sticks out um, beyond what everybody else is seeing. Uh, what yeah, about, what about the rich kid? What what about the, the actual name? Uh, the actual name actually came from my partner again. Uh, his name is Rich. Uh, gotcha. When he was growing up, he's like everybody just called him Rich Kid. So when we started, we was doing music. We had like Rich Kid Entertainment. So I'm like, dude, just keep the name. Right. That way, as a company, we have all everything. The name of the company is All Things Rich Kid LLC. Gotcha. So I'm like, dude, we already paid for the, you know, already paid for the LLC. Just keep the Rich Kid name. So now I get asked like, yo, well. Mark, you know, well, it's not your name. How do you feel? I'm like, dude, I don't like title of CEO. That does not entice me. It does right, nothing right. for me. I don't need that kind of recognition. Right. This absolutely. is still me. And his, like, I don't need that. A title does nothing for me because I know what I do. Absolutely. So he, he even had that problem. He was like, well, you, you know, put your name in there. I'm like, dude, what's the need? Right. I'm like, I'm good with Rich Kid because that is what was started even before the closing line. So just keep it the way it is because everything is already tied into that. No need to pay for something else or something else. Nah. So the name Rich Kid actually comes from him. Right. You said something that's very, very um, interesting because I've had discussions about it. Titles. You know, I'm going to talk about that just just a little bit. Um, we get stuck on titles. You know, everybody wants to be doctor this, professor that, or I am the whatever, the CEO of this, or I'm this. Uh, a, a title's great. Yes, it, it brings you some notoriety to a certain extent, but it still doesn't take away from who you are as a person. You know, and like you're saying, you know, you didn't have to have your name attached to it, but you are a part of this, you know, and, and a big part. And and I think we get stuck on that so much. We got to have my, our, our names in the limelight. I've got to be seen. I've got to be heard. My name has to be attached on it. None of that matters. You know, nope. and at the end of the day, none of that matters. It's, it's what you're doing for people. Like, you're giving back. You're helping people. That's what I think people are going to remember. They're going to know the name, but they're also going to look at what you're doing to help the community and helping other people. That's what's really going to stick out, you know? And that's how you truly get your name out there. You know, not just an entrepreneur, but, but he's someone that, you know, he, he loves to help the community and, and he's given, yeah, let, let that shine. Not, not that title. You can lose that title just as you got it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, just to be honest, and I, and I think, unfortunately, we saw that during this pandemic. You know, we there's a lot of titles out there. And when this pandemic hit, those titles went away yeah, and everybody was on the yeah. same playing field. And we were rebuilding, yep. rebranding, but they... Well, none of that matters. Um, none of it. Let me ask you this: What's the where's the future, or what's the future of Rich Kid? Like, what do you see it going from here? The first thing, and I know if the short women are listening, please hear me out. 
the women line is coming. That is the most important thing for 2022, okay. the women's line. Um, Ladies, you're hearing that. Yep. Yeah, please, please, please stay on my inbox. Um, <laughs> uh, music. We want to okay. get back into music. Uh, that's another thing that's coming for Rich Kid. Um, the other, we're going to branch off into another company, uh, the Wilson Legacy Group, which is just me in the social media marketing. But as far as the closing line goes, man, we just want to keep pushing the envelope. Like, Absolutely. I, and I say, I'll try to say it quick. Same ones I mentioned, FUBU, Fat Farm, all of them. Let's be real honest. They're not here anymore. Right. They're not here because of the same thing that I go through. People in your ear. Right, you want this, right. you want that, you want that. We give you everything at one time. We have nothing to build on. Right. So if I come out with t-shirts and hoodies for the first three years, now I can look to women's line, leggings, kids, pocketbooks, book bags. So we're going to learn. That's that's where Rich Kid, you know, we want to be around for as long as we possibly can. So we want to take our time. Right. Absolutely. That's smart. That's smart when you really think about it. Because some of these companies that you mentioned, they did they they came out strong right out the gate. Yeah. But but over time, you know, you have to try to reinvent yourself. And yeah, as we know about time, it doesn't wait before you know it. People want something new, something yep. different. And if you and if you don't have that, you know, you don't you can't sustain yourself. No. Um but but yeah, but it's good to also hear that you guys are branching out, getting back into your music and some other things on the horizon. So that's important. Oh yeah, love the music. Yeah, yeah. M- music, hey, music I always tell people, man, music speaks to the soul so many different ways. Yes. Yes. It doesn't matter what type of music it is, you know, it's if it speaks to you, it's gonna speak. Um now for for our listeners, um, if somebody <laughs> says, Hey, I would like to buy one of your shirts or buy one of your hoodies. Do you have a website or something? Yes, sir. Or how uh, do they get in? Richkidmoneybear.com. I know it's okay. long. I know. No, 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 it's good. Because what I'm going to do, uh, once I uh, put the advertisement and everything up for this podcast, and by this time, everybody should have already seen the flyer. I'll put the, make sure the um, the website is up there too, so they can check out your products. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that, yes, that's Rich important, man. Look. That's it. Let's y'all know, yes, I created the marketing, I built the website and all of that. So, yeah, I do all of that, too. Plug. Um. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, man, we, look, we got to use our talents wherever you can use them. You know, um, sometimes we, we sit and we try to figure out, hey, how, how can I do this? Or what can I use to, you know, reinvent myself? Look, I, I I will say this: This pandemic has allowed us to tap into some of the, some of the creative sides of us that we didn't know existed. Um, it's given us it has given us opportunities that we didn't know were there. Um, yeah, I even think about podcasting. You know, I it was an opportunity given to me, but I'm gonna use it to its fullest. You know, and, and this is to me this is my way of giving back by providing information to people who are out there listening. And that information is important um, in all aspects. And, um, you know, and for the vitiligo community, just for those who are listening, I'm going to always 
provide you with information. It's not always going to be about vitiligo. You know, maybe about writing, maybe about music. It, 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 like we're talking about a clothing line now, because somebody's out there listening, going, "I've always wanted to do that, and I didn't know how to do this." Oh, now I have some knowledge. Now I have some inspiration. And now I think that's more important to help our community because it's going to it's gonna boost somebody up. You know, somebody's going to listen to this podcast and then they're going to be like, yo, let me start drawing. I, I remember I used to draw. Let me let me design my clothing yeah. line. You know, hey, and that's what we need Word. to do, inspire each other, man, for real. Yeah. Now, Mark, I appreciate you yes, coming sir. on. Uh, we're getting to the end of the podcast. I always ask my guests, to um, leave a, leave us with some words of encouragement, something positive. You can speak to the listeners now, whatever you want to say, and then I'll wrap things up. Whew. Words of encouragement. All right, let's, let's, you know, let's have a moment of transparency here. You know, I'm not ashamed. Um, to those, no matter where you grew up at or what you're going through, I am living proof of what you can become. I say that for those who don't know. Yes. I have spent time in prison. I've done anything that you can possibly imagine. Um, I got tired. I needed to change because I have children. Um, the words of encouragement that I give is, your life is your life. Not your parents, not your peers, not your family. It is your life. Uh, we're going to make mistakes. Well, excuse me. You're going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. It's about how you atone for those mistakes. I am I am 46 years old, and I am still learning to atone for my mistakes that maybe I made 10 years ago. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'll probably make another mistake. Do not be afraid to make mistakes. Because what comes from those mistakes, honestly, is greatness. Because you learn. I have learned from my mistakes. Um, I am not afraid to fail. What I'm afraid of is not trying. Um, and look, to those, especially to my brothers and sisters out here, no matter your age, we can do anything that they can do. When I say they, I don't need to, I don't need to emphasize who they are. I really don't. But we can do anything that they can do, and let's keep it real, we can do it better. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, look, this world, this society is built to, to, to tell us that we cannot do this or we cannot do that. I have shown you through my own life that, yes, we can. We are not supposed to walk this stage, but guess what we're going to do? We're going to walk this stage. We are not supposed to sell this, but guess what we're going to do? We're going to sell this. Mark is not supposed to be holding, hosting a podcast, but guess what Mark is going to do? going to host his podcast hey mark have this person on your podcast nope i'm going i'm going to bring my own people my own family on this podcast mark is living proof you know through his trials and tribulations of you know what he you know what he's going through um and i've known mark for years and i'm, I'm i have no idea mark was dealing with that so that was i was like dang i've known mark since you know watch mark on the yard you know sigma I know damn, yeah. I got I got on topic. Because I got, you know, a whole lot to say. What I'm just saying is that nothing can keep you down. Nothing, nothing stopped Mark. Nothing stopped me. You are your own boss. You know, trust in God, man, and you can do whatever it is you want to do. That's it. 
Absolutely. Man, I appreciate appreciate those words of encouragement, not just to the listeners, but also for me to hear it too. You know, I, I think, you know, as men, we have to speak life to each other. You know, and um, and I'm going to say in particular men of color, we have to speak life to each other. You know, I'm not going to yes. get into what we're seeing yeah. on the news, but but as men, you know, we, we have to be brothers to each other and, and realize that we set examples for the world to watch. And the world yes. is watching us and listening to us and seeing how we interact. And, um, and we just need to put out this positive energy. But Mark Wilson, man, I greatly appreciate you coming on, man. I, I mean, it's oh, been a blessing having thank this conversation. Having yeah, man, most definitely. And um, I'm going to have to get to that site, too, and get me a shirt and, oh, and, and a hoodie. And I don't know what else you got on there, but I'll definitely go to the website. <laughs> but um, for, our, for our listeners, you know, once again, uh-huh. I greatly appreciate you for, for listening to the podcast. You know, and as I said earlier, I don't know who's listening. I don't know where you're listening from. We have over 39 countries that listen to this podcast. But to the people out there, I appreciate you listening in. And I hope that you've heard something that's going to resonate with you, that's going to inspire you, encourage you to step out of your comfort zone, to reach for whatever goals you have in life, you know, and just 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 to know that, you know, people do care because we're people. We're all on the same planet together. But as I always tell my guests, you know, make sure you love someone, whether it's a friend, family member, and including your enemy. But most of all, look in that mirror and tell yourself, I love you. Y'all take care. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. God bless. You have been listening to BitFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love with your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. BitFriends Podcast can be heard on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Facebook. This podcast was sponsored by My Vitiligo Team.